Hey, it's the Home Medic. You're listening to the series on private wells. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and mice out of your drinking water well. Mouse out of your mice out of your drinking water well. That's yeah. right. Mouse or mice, either way. And mouse or mice. And uh, centipedes and birds and all of the above, uh, we need to keep that out of our drinking water stash. Exactly. Now, during the break, you were just telling me that you've got a son who has a drinking water. I do. I do. I don't <laughs> want to say where he is, but he, he has a well and the water tastes good. Yeah. and uh, But I'm you, pretty sure he did a really good job building that well because he's like that. He's the type to do it the best. If we have completely ruined you, now I wrote an article uh, about, I don't know, I'm going to say a couple of years ago about nastiness in tubs mm-hmm. and that ruined 30,000 women. Yes. All those wafts coming out of the jet tub, that freaked me out. Caused, <laughs> caused me to get a, a sink tub. What do they call it? A uh, soak tub. Uh, uh, yeah. Soak tub. Instead <laughs> of a jetted tub, what I was planning to. We might be covering to. that subject today, too. Yeah. <laughs> but if you've got, uh, if, if you have a good tasting water, and we talked about this in the last segment, uh, one of two things could be possible. One is that you've got lots of uh, nice organics mm-hmm. that are making that water taste outstanding. That you may not want. The other is that maybe you've just got good water. Oh, um, I'm glad to know there is hope for that <laughs> and the way to find out for sure rather than go to bed frightened every night is you can actually take a sample of the water and you want to make sure that you do this correctly but you can take a sample of water send it into a water lab and then you'll want to just ask about the uh, the bacterials Ooh, okay good idea needs to be a particular type of sample because the bacteria need to have a preservative and um you know there, there are professionals who do this sort of thing but if you do the right amount of research you can do this yourself okay so just go online maybe and check that out yeah yeah things to mm. avoid when you're sampling your well water for bacteria is you fill up the, th- the thing all the way to the top there's no bubbles uh on the surface you don't want to blow across the top you don't want to touch the top you want to just put that lid directly on no bubbles have the right preservatives in there and then and then get it to the lab. Do you need to start with a sterile container? Yes, and the lab will okay. provide those. Oh, perfect. If you send a, uh, a masonry or a jar of some sort from the basement, uh-huh. the lab will just laugh at you and send it back. Right, and don't blow on it because your germy breath might get bacteria on the surface, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does, wow. actually. Wow. Okay, so um, this this segment, I want to talk about different ways to cause a a well to happen. Mm. So you got a few different types of of ways to to do a well. You can do dug wells, you can do driven wells, and you can do drilled wells. Mm. The reason why this is important is is like let's say that the year is eighteen thirty, right? And you want a well, you're probably going to go find a shovel and dig a well. Right. That's going to be roughly 10 to 30 feet. And uh, the, and back in 1830, they didn't have pesticides and they didn't have a lot of the other nastiness. So maybe the water quality might be a little better. Mm. That is until somebody drops a sheep down the well and then, <laughs> and then that well's not very good anymore. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be the shallowest of wells, 10 to 30 feet. It, if the year is not 1830 and it's anywhere near present day, you're liable to have a lot more contaminants in, mm. 
in that well. Right. So pretty much unless you're living in uh, northern Montana again, where we have pristine water always. That's right. We need to compliment the guys in northern Montana because we pissed them off in the last few They could have a dead calf or something. I mean, that's kind of cruel, but you never know. That brings up some other stories that I could talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So if you've got that sort of a thing, yeah, a shallow well, the more shallow it is, the more likely it is to be contaminated. You get uh, mice easily down into a space Mm. like that, Uh, birds, et cetera. So uh, the next well that uh, you could have would be a driven well where they basically just have this, uh, this rod and they just shove it down into the ground, whatever depth. Usually those are going to be about 30 to 50 feet. Okay, so it's all driven by that rod. Right. It's called a driven rod. Right. And uh, so that's going to be better than a dug well, but not as good as a drilled well. Oh, okay. The drilling, you can imagine, you've actually got uh, got a head on it. It's, it's drilling. It's drilling things out of the way. you got the materials that are coming out as the hole is being dug. And that's going to be a, a better well for a number of reasons. Mm. One is that it's deeper. Another is that it, a driven well is going to be pushing materials to the side. Right. And then that's going to be filling pore spaces in the soil. And you're needing those pore spaces to, to fill the, the hole with water. Oh, okay. So, so the drilled well is, uh, is usually going to be better. Those now wait, go, say that one more time. I just want to make sure I understand you correctly. That you need those pore spaces to be filling the hole with water? Yeah, you need the empty, you need the air between the soil particles okay. to be there. And so if it, if it gets filled up where you've got a very tight soil because... So you don't want the soil around the drilled space compacted more? Right, yes. Okay. Yes. I'm just, clarif- okay, just making sure I understand that Clarification correctly. Clarification is Yes, good. yes. And so if you've got that drilled well, um, it's going to leave the soil around the area a little bit more undisturbed. Hmm. And so you'll have more, more void spaces where you can bring water in. Okay. All right. Those can be 100 to 400 feet deep. Generally, they will, um, they'll, they'll drill a larger diameter. Like let's say that you're going to put a 6 or an 8-inch diameter well down into the soil quite often they'll do an eight or a 10 inch diameter drill down there Mm. and then they'll they'll run the smaller diameter pipe maybe an eight inch pipe inside a 10 inch hole and then they're going to fill the outer area yes with a material like bentonite which is basically cement Mm. and uh, so then you're not getting critters and stuff fall down in oh okay so you're going to seal all areas except for where the water that you want is coming in. All right. That prevents the mice from getting in. So the water that you want is what? Ground? Down deep. You know, it's the stuff that's 50 to 100 feet deep that doesn't have all the pesticides mm. and, and the mice and the snakes and all okay. that. Okay. Unless you're in a contaminated area, right? Yeah. If you're in a contaminated area, you want only water from the deepest areas. Right. Okay. All right. Good points. All right. So uh, that's your that's your two-minute segment on uh, what you want to look for if you've got a private well. Now, water quality, yeah, you want to, let's say that you're in an area where you think it might be contaminated, and the areas that might be contaminated might be a surprise. If, uh, if Grandpa's had a farm on this area and he's been he's been using pesticides and organics and chemicals and who knows, maybe you're, you're near a mine, maybe you've got heavy metals, maybe copper or, hmm. or lead or what have you. Right. You'll want to sample that water for for all of the above. 
And some of those minerals are actually good for you, right? Some of them are. Calcium, yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of them. Lead, no. <laughs> arsenic, no. <laughs> arsenic, never. <clears throat> yeah. I actually, uh, not too far away from my home, we have a uh, an HOA swimming pool that uh, that says that this water does not meet drinking water standards for arsenic. Hmm. And I'm thinking, good thing I'm not going to drink that pool water because <laughs> I know how many kids are in there and arsenic is the least of my worries. Right. Well, you mean it? It would be a worry, right? If you had grandkids in there. Well, my the grandkids and what they do to the pool is a lot nastier oh. than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. You can also have nitrates that come from fertilizers. You can have uh, bacteria of all sorts. So those are the sorts of things that you're going to want to pay attention to if you have a, uh, a private well as relates to water quality. Mm. All right. Location... So let's say you uh, and we're setting you up for this uh, for this mansion that you're about to have. Heidi. All right. Make it good today. All right. So you've got your well and of course it's a private well. So we're putting you out in the country. Private well. Um, so let's put you um, let's put you in Montana again. Should oh, we? my goodness. Okay, Actually, no, we, we put you in Montana last time. Let's, yeah. let's put you in the Bahamas. Oh, OK. Well, in Bahamas. Hmm. All right. So now that you're in the Bahamas, you've um, you've got to make sure that you're pumping not saline water. Right. Right. So, got to yeah. get away a little ways away from the ocean, maybe. <laughs> got to get a little ways away from the ocean. All right. You're, you're going to want to go deep enough to get drinking water, but not so deep that you're getting saline. How do you do that? That would be, you're going to have to talk to your <laughs> pump guy about that. <laughs> and um, you're going to want to stay at least 50 feet away from a septic system. Uh, you want to stay at least 50 feet away from a livestock yard. Mm. I was in the Bahamas. I don't remember any livestock, but I was a tourist. So Ooh, what do I know? Yeah. Stay at least 100 feet away from any petroleum tank. So if you've got that uh, that mansion in there in the Bahamas. I've got like three acres. I can just go, you know, yeah, 100 yeah. feet out in any direction from the house. There you go. Just make sure you stay away from. clockwise. All of the above. Yeah. And if you've got a manure stack, something I noticed there is that bread was hard to come by meat was expensive really so if you're going to do your own uh, set of cattle then you want to make sure that your drinking water stays at least 250 feet away from manure stacks i maybe i will have a herd of cattle out there yeah maybe yeah and a big old you know farm you've, with you've every sort your, of yeah. produce there is there you go and then you've got fish in the ocean that you can eat and you're yeah, living well I'm for set. a long time i'm set i can hide out from <coughs> yeah. whoever's after me you know <laughs> <laughs> Why does she go to who's ever after her? <laughs> All right. So apparently uh, Heidi's living a lifestyle that none of us are aware of. Well, and and are I think it's just her. because of my daughter watching Prison Break. You know, I think those guys escaped. Maybe it was Panama they escaped to, not yeah. the Bahamas. You'll but. be living in your mansion next to the people who did the Prison Break. <laughs> right. Got to watch out for those guys. Okay, more information, homemedicusa.com. You can also go to nachi.org, N-A-C-H-I.org. Uh, that provides a lot more information about private water wells. And uh, what else? Be yourself, right? <laughs>